Hi, Dr. Eric Westman here with another Learn with Dr. Westman episode. This episode is called Why Carbs Enable Obesity and Diabetes. There's only five grams of sugar in the blood. By carbs, by now you know I mean sugars and starches, and because starches get digested to sugars, they really represent the same thing inside your body. You eat a potato or pasta or rice or fruit, and most of that gets turned into glucose, and that gets absorbed as glucose and will raise the blood sugar or the blood glucose. So I'm going to just say blood sugar to represent blood glucose to help your, your understanding here. So if you measure a blood glucose or sugar level, and it's 100, 100 milligrams per deciliter, you can multiply out the milligrams to grams and the deciliters to liters, and most adults have five liters of blood at any given moment. The smaller person has less blood than a larger person, and a child will have even less blood, it, but the same level of sugar in the blood is there, and it's normal. So if you multiply out for a five liter bloodstream, let's say a typical adult, 100 milligrams per deciliter, that reading you get on your glucometer meter, actually represents five grams of glucose in your entire bloodstream. That's it, five, five grams. Five, so let's see why that's important. Well, if you haven't been thinking about carbs in the food for a while or ever, an apple has 20 grams in it. Uh, so a piece of fruit is very high in, in carbohydrates compared to the level of sugar in the blood. Remember, there's only five grams in the blood, but an apple has 20 grams. A banana has 30 grams of carbs in a regular size banana. 30 grams into a bloodstream that only has five grams is a lot. I, well, so here's what has to happen. So if you eat a banana, which has 30 grams, or, or a sand sandwich with two pieces of bread on it, probably 30 grams of carbs, uh, or a bowl of cereal, or, or a, a, a soda that has sugar in it, regular soda might have 40 or 50 grams of carbs. What happens is the blood sugar will go up. And the body doesn't like an elevated blood sugar, so it sends out a hormone called insulin. Insulin brings that blood glucose down by letting the glucose get into the cells a little easier. A lot of the body cells have an insulin receptor, and when you have more insulin, that means more receptors come out and you get to put more glucose into those cells. So insulin lowers the blood glucose by getting the glucose out of the cells, in, out of the bloodstream, excuse me, out of the bloodstream into the cells. It, it uh, is a response to keep the blood glucose down um, and to give energy to these cells. But when the blood glucose is constantly getting replenished with uh, food coming in and the glucose keeps going up and the insulin keeps coming out, when things get full or when the, the sugar store is full, that sugar has to go somewhere. And so when that five grams in the blood and, and maybe, oh, you know, 400 grams of storage or 500 grams of storage in the whole body for sugar is full, the sugar is turned into fat. Yes, so your 
insulin is the hormone that tells your body or the liver specifically to turn that glucose and sugar into fat. This happens in the liver. So a fatty liver is actually from too much sugar in the blood and too much carbohydrate in the food. That fat generated in the liver is sent out to the fat cells or the adipose tissue or the fat store, energy store, if you will. So an extra carbohydrate that goes in when the, when the carbohydrate store is full gets turned into fat. Many people are confused because they think fat in the food is the only thing that can turn into fat in the fat cell. That's not true. So today, if you're eating mostly carbohydrates and you're gaining weight, more specifically fat weight, it's because that carbohydrate is being turned into fat in the liver. You might even be told you have a fatty liver and then that fat is sent out to the fat cells and stored. And, and you see that in your belly or wherever as someone who has that uh, kind of extra fat on their body. So that's how extra carbohydrates in the food raise the blood sugar and then that gets turned into fat and how that contributes uh, to obesity, the extra carbohydrate in the food. Now, if you're not really good at turning the extra glucose into fat uh, or for reasons that aren't fully understood yet, you have a tendency toward diabetes or prediabetes or insulin resistance, your body is not so capable of dispensing the glucose out of the cells so easily. The insulin doesn't work quite so well. That's why there's that term insulin resistance. So the blood sugar can be elevated. And an and elevated blood sugar is not something you want to have. In fact, an elevated blood sugar is called type 2 diabetes. In, the, in this situation. The insulin level is actually already high. It just doesn't work as well. So it doesn't make sense to give more insulin to somebody who has type 2 diabetes when the insulin is already high. It makes more sense to reduce the carbohydrate coming in to the body, the sugars and the starches. But how much do you have to reduce it to? Remember, there's only five grams of glucose in the bloodstream at any given moment. So that if you eat an apple, which is 20 grams, you're putting in four times as much glucose into the blood as, as is in there. So if you're measuring your blood sugar after eating an apple, you're going to see that it goes up. If you, or, or bread or pasta or rice, anything that has carbohydrate in it will raise the blood glucose. If you have diabetes or insulin resistance or prediabetes. So if you're good at turning that sugar into fat, you don't get diabetes. What happens is you store that extra sugar on your, your body fat. That's, this is called a, a um, personal fat threshold. Uh, but if you're good at turning the sugar into fat, it just accumulates as fat on your body. If you're not so good, what happens is the blood sugar goes up, you get diabetes, and over a long period of time, the consequences of type 2 diabetes, you don't want to go down that path. I mean, it can cause blindness, kidney failure, heart disease. You don't want to have long-term diabetes, amputations, things like that. So the level of sugar in the blood is only 5 grams. So when you look at a food label or a product or, or any kind of carbohydrate content of food, 
if it has more than five grams of total carbohydrate, remember I always look at total carbohydrate, not net, because it's, you don't want to make any assumptions that about not absorbing fiber or sugar alcohols. Use total carbohydrates. If it has more than five grams in that serving, you're going to be increasing your blood glucose. And if you're having 20 grams, 50 grams, 100 grams in one meal, you're going to be making your blood glucose go way up depending on your body's response to be able to keep it down with insulin. If you have insulin resistance, it won't work so well and the blood sugar will keep going up. I find it very useful to teach this five grams of glucose in the bloodstream, or you could say five grams of sugar in the bloodstream, and it really gives you pause about eating or drinking anything with more than five grams or, or well, that has much carbohydrate in it at all. That you wanna choose on a keto diet foods that have zero carbs as much as possible. Of course, that's the meat, poultry, fish, and shellfish, and eggs, some non-starchy vegetables and leafy greens. And remember, there's a limit to the fat if you're doing this to try to lose weight or reverse type 2 diabetes. Don't overdo the cheese and the oils and things like that. But So remember, five grams of blood glucose in the entire bloodstream at any given moment. And you're going to be knowing more than most endocrine professors or doctors today, they like to treat with medications. They don't talk to you so much about the food. I don't like to use medications. I like to use food and, and not have to go to use the medications like the rest of my colleagues. I hope that's helpful. And you know, if you like this, please uh, like the video, subscribe, ring the button, the bell. And uh, also look down below in the description for a link to my top 10 tips on how to do keto right.